Welcome to Illy's Coffee Talks, the podcast featuring creative entrepreneurs in the Basel area over the best cups of coffee in the best cafes. Today we welcome Sarah, a traveling yoga teacher in her own country, passionate about design and self-love. Her biggest inspirations as yoga and meditation teachers are Michael James Wong, Johnny Pollard, Young Ho Kim. She loves to listen to Abraham Hicks. Meditation is her daily drug. And she also likes to travel far away. Her favorite thing is to soak up the sun on a beach somewhere. She's originally from a little village next to Thun and has been living in Basel for about six years. We met when we were both working at La Manufacture a few years ago. It's a little hipster, a little big <laughs> hipster burger restaurant in Gundeli. And together, a couple years later, with Yasmin and Bianca, we created Dryland Yoga and the Dryland Yoga Festival that took place last year for the first time and will happen again in the fall this year. We'll be announcing the date very soon. Sarah, welcome, and thank you Hi. for being here. Anything you'd like to add to that? Thank you for inviting me. Um, no, it feels really good. <laughs> thank you. Um, maybe I explain a bit more about uh, how I came to yoga or why I am a yoga teacher. And first, maybe I just um, tell you the name of my company. It's Yogara. And uh, Yogara comes together from yoga and my name's Sarah. So it's um, pulled together. It's yoga and Sarah is Yogara. And um, yeah, I founded that company two years ago, but that was not my original idea <laughs> to become a yoga teacher. Um, I am a trained interior designer originally, and um, when I finished my studies, I was so exhausted because like, it had been so tough um, that I didn't know what to do with my life, so I went to travel <laughs> and um, for a pretty long time, actually. And um, on that journey, I realized over and over again that... Um, I just felt so uncomfortable with the idea to go back home and to work in an office. It really like made me... I was afraid to do it, actually. Like, everything in me got really tense when I thought about that, and I thought that just could not be the solution. So um, I went to Cambodia, and there I... Uh, did a meditation and yoga retreat and that was uh, when I came back into contact with yoga I just only did it before when I was a children a child so um, yeah I did that and then I came back home and I decided to just go and work in a coffee shop and um, all I did was working there and visiting like going to yoga classes every day and um, over that time I realized that yoga really gave me something it really made me it filled me with um, with joy and, and that um, the ones of you practicing yoga might know that famous um, after yoga bliss and it's really I think like you come out of um, a yoga class and you just feel good most of the time you feel centered and you're like home and and yourself and um, Yeah, over time I realized that um, that feeling is so precious that I wanted to be able to give that to other people too. So 
this is how I decided to become a yoga teacher. And then um, I made the decision to go to Costa Rica and do a yoga teacher training there. And I went there all alone. It was a big adventure, of course. <laughs> and I learned a lot about me and life. And um, then I came back and started here to teach yoga more or less two years ago. And yeah, that's that about uh, their journey to <laughs> um, how I came to yoga or how I came to teach yoga. And that's what I do uh, for the last two years. And I remember that when you came back from Costa Rica, you were, for you, it was kind of clear that you didn't want to teach in a studio right away, or maybe never, or what you wanted to build your own thing, right? At the Hafen, for example. Do you want to talk about that? I just had the idea, um, well, in Costa Rica, we had that super nice terrace overlooking the ocean, and we did yoga and meditation there every day. And it was so nurturing to just look out into the sea and um, be outdoors too, and um, just live with the noise of nature. It, like... It made the yoga practice even better. And so um, when I was there, I thought like either I have to stay there because it's so beautiful or I have to find a similar place back home too. And then um, one day I had the idea that I could go and teach here, open air too, in, in, in summer times. It, I just had to find a, the perfect place for it. And then um, suddenly I just knew that it, it had to be at Hafen, which is like a very alternative um, area or place where so many people are welcomed old and young and, and whoever you are you can mm -hmm. go there and, and you will feel comfortable it's yeah. so mixed and it's so uh, so many things happen down there so many projects mm -hmm. like theaters and art yeah. and, and coffees and bars and parties it's, it's, so, it's so mixed and it's so even open to families and suddenly I knew that that was the place for me to start and then uh, yeah I didn't think a lot about studios I just it just felt clear for me that I wanted to first start on my own mm -hmm. to just find out how it feels for me to teach what mm -hmm. it is and mm -hmm. I, I didn't feel ready to sign up in a studio and to promise something because I didn't yeah. know whether I wanted to teach for a longer period or whatever yeah exactly cool um, what do you, do you have a regular day uh, now and um, I don't really have a regular day like every day looks a bit different I think you maybe <laughs> feel with me yeah. um, most often what is What is the same every day is that I, I get up in the morning, I brush my teeth, I cook my tea, and um, I sit down to meditate. It's like, that's how I want to start the day, and that's what I do since like six or seven years now. Wow. I get up every morning, I do my, oftentimes it was about 15 minutes what I did, um, guided by Abraham Hicks, a meditation. Mm -hmm. And now I do um, uh, Abraham Hicks meditation, a guided one, and then a free one, because I'm also getting... Um, Um, I am becoming a meditation teacher too mm -hmm. and um, Johnny Pollard which I mentioned before or Ophelia mentioned him um, is teaching me how uh, another technique to meditate so I try to 
to practice that a lot too. So that's what I do in the mornings. I meditate and then I mostly um, do a bit of journaling afterwards because that makes me really feel good and then I just write down things that make me feel good <laughs> so after that I'm so happy and I'm really set up for a day yeah. I'm like I'm ready for the day and then um, it depends whether I have to teach in the morning or I um, I go to a yoga class I I, um, I go for a run I go to have an appointment whatever or or I work on projects I have for Thailand yoga or for mm-hmm. Instagram for posting it's all a lot of work you know mm. and you know <laughs> and so yeah that's what I do it I always have a lot of things to do it's yeah. never I'm never bored <laughs> I don't know it's like it's it's hard for me to take breaks and to not do anything yes. yeah so um and on Wednesdays and and Thursdays I travel to tune because I work with my mom too we we are um, about to write a book and then I teach their yoga too and then I travel back so yeah I'm busy all the time <laughs> yeah and that's why you're traveling in your own country you teach exactly all over exactly I teach in Bern too I have a super cool group there um, uh, it's a communication um, firma that I'm teaching yoga too and in tune I am in a studio and yeah I'm a bit all about the country, mm-hmm. all around the country. And you love to always discover new yoga studios in your country or other countries. And for you, how it looks is really important from a design background, right? Yes, and also, um, like, I love to discover new studios because also it's really important to me to have the inspiration of other yoga teachers teaching and um, I, I have to keep my passion and love for yoga alive to be a good teacher because um, that's what brought me to teaching and I have to keep that fire burning. And also, um, yeah, I'm so anesthetic. I really, I need photos to be nice. Mm-hmm. I need places to be nice. I need to... Sometimes just to, to have a better atmosphere, I put things in a corner or I move furniture or mm-hmm. like the places in, in which I teach need to be nice and the places mm-hmm. in which I go, I mm-hmm. choose them because they look nice or yes. whatever. It's, yeah, I'm a lot about that's that, that interior part about me will always be there. And it's a, it's a passion too, but it's just not my profession at the moment. Yeah, yeah. but somehow it mixes exactly exactly mm-hmm. yeah somehow I bring it with me wherever I go mm-hmm. and whatever I do and more and more with uh, for example or that's what's popped into my mind uh, with Ahoy Ahoy this shop in Basel that you teach at it's also very very nice what they sell and how it looks like yes so a lot it, of interior yeah. stuff actually and mm-hmm. a lot of uh, like originally it was always my dream to have a little coffee shop And then to sell some interior stuff there mm-hmm. too, like mix it up. And once I got a yoga teacher, I thought, well, I need a coffee with interior stuff. <laughs> and in the back, it needs yeah. to have like a room for yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and now I realized that I don't oh. have to do it all on my own. Mm-hmm. But I do have, I do teach in an interior shop. I do teach in a coffee place, whatever. Yeah. Like I, I somehow manifested that, uh, yeah. those dreams, but yeah. I don't have to make it all on my own which would be mm-hmm. a bit <laughs> too much maybe <laughs> and somehow you got to know people and that's where you that's what got you where you are 
Yes, and I um, like I didn't grow up in Basel, as you said before. I I didn't know anyone here. I did my studies, of course, but most of the students were people coming from abroad too, not um, people living here and, and bringing me connections or whatever. I just I had a few connections to the Haven area where I teach in summer times um, because I worked there in a restaurant too for a summer season, um, but it's. It's a lot of very happy incidents that just brought me to the place I, I am today. And it's more about my curiosity and going and asking and people being passionate about yoga too and yes. giving me the chance to teach in their rooms, you know. It's not that I had, I'm born with those connections. Yes. I just, it's just I go there, I ask and they say, hey, why not? It's a cool idea. Because they see your smile. <laughs> and they say smile. yes. They see the glimpse in my eyes. Can yeah. I teach yoga here, please? Yes. <laughs> I remember when we went when we went to eat at um Havachas and we asked yeah, Can exactly. we teach yoga here yeah. in summer? And he mm-hmm. said, Well, why not? Yeah. It's a good idea. Why mm-hmm. not? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. how that's how I do. I never plan, I just go and ask yeah. <laughs> and then it happens. And then it happens. Mm-hmm. And how do you see your life in 10, 20 years? Yeah, it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. Because I don't make plans, it's hard to say where I'm heading. But I know I have the dream to... I will keep teaching yoga. And um, I want to travel too. So my vision is to have like retreats um, and workshops a bit all over the world. A bit... I think even Switzerland is going to stay my home base. Earlier I always wanted to leave Switzerland behind, but now I think um, I'm going to stay here, but I want to travel. I really want to be in many places throughout the years and be there and give what I have to share. And um, I'm also going to start working a bit more with my family and my mom. So what she has to teach and to give is really, really inspirational and Yeah, I, I see that we're gonna share what we have to give, and um, it you would be. Want to share about what your mom does, or it's, do you want to keep it a little bit secret? Um, I don't know if I'm, if I really know how to talk about it. It's always difficult. So, um, well, she's a spiritual life coach. That's what I can say, and she, um, I just know that she brought me to mostly everything I know today and uh, it was her telling me well try meditation it's Mm -hmm. really gonna change your life and I did and I stick to it because it really does (laughs) change someone's life and um, she is so incredibly wise it was her goal of life was just to to become a wise woman and she um, like brings together so much knowledge about so many beautiful topics and it's just incredible to listen to her mm-hmm. because she makes you feel good mm-hmm. and she she brings you back to a place where you remember your worth and where you know um, that everyone is important and it's it's just so touching and I, I really want to bring that into the world mm-hmm. like she can give Did she? I, yeah. I want to um, have more people I want to give more people the chance to have um, to to have to to feel what she has to mm-hmm. share did she teach you self-love does it come from her yes mostly everything and her biggest source is Abraham Hicks too mm-hmm. so I know Abraham because of her 
and um, yeah, it gives me a lot, a lot. Yeah. And hmm, I had a good question, but I didn't want to. Sorry, because it was so interesting. Um, yeah, no, it's not a question actually. Well, you said you wanted to do retreats, and you're doing one this year, right? Already. Yes. And it was also a thing that I didn't really plan. <laughs> like, I um, I just had this... When I journal, I also often journal about um, dreams and wishes I have or just mm -hmm. visions yeah. I want to uh, try to manifest in my life. And um, I oftentimes don't even speak too much about it until they become what they shall become. I think sometimes it's important to keep your biggest dreams and to nurture them inside of you until until they're ready to, to manifest. And then, um, yeah, what I did is I, I journaled about that and I imagined how it would be to teach somewhere in the jungle, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then um, a girl uh, who came to my yoga classes came up to me and, and said um, she has a place in Sri Lanka where uh, she got asked to bring a yoga teacher or whatever. And um, so she asked me whether we want to do that together and I was just like, well... Yeah, that's what I'm dreaming about. <laughs> Sri Lanka, let me think about of it. Of course, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> so yeah, I was really happy about that, and then we started planning, and um, we're gonna do that in uh, November. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you're interested, of course, um, just check it out. We're gonna be somewhere in the jungle, close to the beach, and I think Sri Lanka is a, a really, really nice location, um, place to visit before the big crowd comes, you know, and um, it must be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to mm -hmm. that. November. November, <laughs> exactly. All right, I'll put the link. <laughs> um, do you feel like you need more time sometimes? And if yes, what, <laughs> what would you do with more time? I always need more time. And I am also kind of a person that gets stressed really easily. So I always feel like I don't have <laughs> enough time for myself to, um, yeah, recharge my batteries or yeah. whatever. I, um, and I always do so many things and <laughs> I want to see so many people. And also I want to have time for myself. It just, it tends to get too much. So um, when I would have more time, what I would... What I absolutely want to do is to just be more, to just just be, you know, mm -hmm. and to savor more, to enjoy more, to just, you know, when you're calm, then you just enjoy so much. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't even only want to do it when I have more time, I want to do it already in mm -hmm. my life. I really want to um, go towards the direction where I am calmer, where I do less, where I enjoy more mm -hmm. do you get recharged from um, seeing people or from being alone or both um, from being alone actually I need to recharge when I'm alone and then I go out and like I always see it like um, a cup when I'm filled up then I have a lot to give and mm -hmm. to share and to meet people and be here and there and talk and f have fun But when I'm empty, then I don't have anything to give. And I'm a bit, um, like, angry in the meetings. And I'm a bit exhausted. And mm. it, 
then I fight more, you know, and I'm not, I'm not the good person I want to be. So I have to go back into my cave to recharge, and then I can, and then I come out, and I'm the the yeah. person I want to be, and what I want to live and give in the world. But I have to recharge actually on my own. So not even boyfriend allowed. <laughs> <laughs> That's your what you do for your self care practice. You you are on your own. I'm on my own and. Um, I do allow myself to go to yoga classes, but then I don't talk. I just take <laughs> take what the teachers has given me. Um, yeah, it's yoga. It's um, a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. It's um, good food. Treating myself with food and um, not always just healthy chocolate is self care too, <laughs> of course. And movement is always um, very, very good for me. And sleep, and or I take a bath, I read, I journal, I meditate. Um, yeah, those are the things I do. And sleep is so important mm-hmm. for me. And um, same kind of question, but with more money. What would you do with more money? It's fun. What would I do if I had more money? I... I'd still teach yoga, actually. I'd still... I'd travel more mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I would have them, um, the money for it. I'd travel more and I'd have a bigger apartment. Mine is really small. <laughs> and we live there, the two of us. So I'd have a bigger apartment. I'd travel more, but I'd still teach. I'd still work. I'd still have my projects here and there and... Um, I'd still share my passion because I think that's um, what I hear, f- what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I, fe- I feel that very strong. Yeah. So your passion is teaching yoga. Um, tell me the style and soon meditation, right? What, yeah. What do you do exactly in your so, um My yoga is all about flow yoga because I'm a bit um, impatient and when I have to stay too long in a pose, I tend to get a bit, I get a bit um, yeah, frustrated. frustrated. <laughs> so I love it when things flow. I love to flow in life. I love the flow state in general when it's just, it feels like effortless and you go from one to the next without like... It's like going downstream in the river and not trying to swim Mm -hmm. upward, you know? As soon as you are in the flow, it's like a zone. And then everything is easy. And for me, um, yoga can really have that. And when I I try to create classes, and um, it doesn't always happen, but I try to focus on on the flow. It's it's the the thing I love the most. And I think the thing I am able to teach the best, I think. So that's also when I discovered Inside Flow, which is um, a yoga style from uh, Yang Ho Kim. It's so related to music, and it's so much flow. It doesn't uh, like it could not be more flow than mm-hmm. than, than the Inside Flow. Um, and it's so and hard. <laughs> it's so powerful. But for me, it's uh, it's when I'm one with music and yoga and movement and breath. It's 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 my highest. It's my mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. and um, what I love most, and that's what I try to share too in my mm-hmm. n- normal yoga classes. A bit less fast, <laughs> but also flowy, like unpowerful. Yeah, because I am kind of a person that I sometimes need to the effort to be able to relax more. Mm-hmm. To when I'm 
when I did a bit of a powerful practice, then my shavasana is so deep, mm. and so beautiful, and mm. so nurturing. That I'm, that's just my personality a bit, and that helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I will share a meditation hopefully soon when I'm finally <laughs> going to um, finish my meditation teacher training. Yeah. I have a bit of work to do there. Um, and meditation is really, really important for me because, um, yeah, I'm also, because I am a very energetic personality, it, I need the calm. Mm-hmm. I cannot always just power. And um, when I, I already had that during my um, studies, when, when I get into a stressed state, I, um, it's so difficult for me to go out and come out mm-hmm. of it again because I just, and all my body gets tense. I am, it's a suppressed fear actually that I have, that I'm not good enough, that I'm not fast enough, that the others are better, that I, I won't get it. I, I, I will not be enough. It's, it's really that. And when I'm in there, it's so, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just suffering so much and my body really doesn't feel good. And um, so, yeah, that's why I started to meditate really early because I knew uh, I'm stressed out so easily mm-hmm. just because I have two or three meetings, meetings oh, that and I day. I think you're not the only one. <laughs> and I'm not the only one. And this is why I feel like I have... When I started meditating, I didn't tell anyone because I thought it was weird, you know. Mm-hmm. And today, I feel like, okay, it's getting more yeah. popular. And I can step out and say I'm a meditation teacher mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. some people will feel drawn to it. And maybe I can help someone because he's stressed out too. And I think so many people are. Yes. And it's just not normal, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And so now it's, is it easy for you to meditate because you do it every day for a few years? Uh, do it, so yeah, is yeah. it easy now? I think it's something you have to learn, like, like you learn everything in life. Um, in the beginning, you sit down and you hate it because you <laughs> have the monkey mind and you feel like you're the worst meditator ever. And like everyone lives that in the beginning. Me too. And this is why I did um, guided meditations for the beginning. Um, that helped me a lot because then I had to listen to something. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of concentrated a bit and yes. only in the end it was a very like floating and, and free space. But until then I was ready to, mm-hmm. to dive into meditation. And then also what, what you have to know about meditation is that you will never just have no thoughts. It's not <laughs> possible because your mind is made yeah. to think. Yeah. You were just... You will be able, the more you practice, you will be able to calm them a bit and to correct them more easily, to not like only realize after you thought a whole story that you are thinking again, but you will realize when it starts already, ah, I'm thinking again. Okay, let's come back, for example, to a mantra. Let's come back to my focus, mm-hmm. to my breath, whatever. Mm-hmm. You just realize earlier And then it helps you a lot throughout the day too because you realize earlier when you go down uh, with your thoughts into a direction you, wanna, you don't want to go to or like you can correct everything a bit earlier because mm-hmm. you're a bit more aware, mm-hmm. you're a bit calmer in it, in yeah. everything. Yeah. And that, I think that can help a lot because we think a lot of thoughts that are a bit <laughs> like judgmental at yeah. least. All the time. <laughs> 
all the time all towards yourself and everyone. Yeah, yes. And it's just not a nice thing. It doesn't feel good mm-hmm. to think judgmental. It's <laughs> so much better to think good thoughts, happy thoughts, nurturing thoughts towards sending love towards yourself and others and, and, and think that and feel that and embody that. And I think that's what we all want. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you had um, your, a, a really short meditation tip to give to the listener, what would it be to start? If, if uh, there are people listening who never meditate, what would you tell them to start with? Um, I think the most important thing is to be effortless. Just chill out. <laughs> Don't force yourself to think a mantra. Don't force yourself to do anything special. Just... Don't even sit in a strange seat or whatever. Okay. Sit down comfortably. Okay. Make yourself comfortable. It doesn't even have a, to be a straight back if you're uncomfortable mm-hmm. with it. Because then you're only going to think about your back, you know, yeah. and your seat. You have to be comfortable. And you have to maybe know that no one's going to come in and watch you or mm-hmm. whatever. Make yourself a really safe and comfortable space. And then just close your eyes and, um, and breathe. That's the only thing. You don't... <laughs> You have to be effortless about it. If you think you're gonna think anyway, if you, um, there is no like key to to just stop your thoughts. It's it's all about softening within and getting easy about the things and trying to calm down. And if it doesn't work, don't judge yourself. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. Be effortless. Mm-hmm. So just sit down comfortably. Be aware of your breath. Be aware of your breath. And whenever you start to think, just bring your focus back to your breath. Mm -hmm. Follow it along. It goes in and out. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes even just just sitting down is hard for some people. I know it's been hard for me at the beginning. And uh, yeah. it's like an appointment. You have to make yourself that time, <laughs> yeah. and you have to maybe write it into your agenda mm-hmm. or whatever. It mm-hmm. has to be that self-care has to be as important as every other meeting you have throughout the day. You have to mm-hmm. get up earlier or make mm-hmm. yourself that time because mm-hmm. you have a ton of things to do apart from that. Of yes. course, everyone has. We are all very busy. It really has to be um, uh, your first priority. Yeah. And then you only, and only then you're gonna do it. Yeah, and maybe creating a habit of it, like every day at the every same time. Day, every day, and, and then, it's freaking 15 minutes, you know, and it helps so much. And it's 15 minutes less of television or whatever. You can also meditate <laughs> in your evening, yeah. whenever you fit it in. But yeah. try to make it a habit, like drinking coffee mm. or whatever, <laughs> because I love it. Are brushing your teeth. Yes. Only the things that are a habit you do regularly. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. I hope it helps for those listening. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> um, we're gonna drift a little bit because she has to go to the next appointment. <laughs> um, what did you learn on your journey to entrepreneurship? Oh, yes. So, <laughs> I have a few points um, that I think are really important. And the first one is, I talked about it before already, is nurture your dream. I go to yoga classes to nurture my passion of yoga. I, I have to keep that alive because otherwise it's just going to empty me that, um, that work. 
And um, then the second is um, that I had to learn that nothing had to ha- has to happen just right now in that moment. Everything needs a bit of time, and that's okay, you know? <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> you don't want it to be that way, but it's okay. It's, that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. And it's everyone started out somewhere yeah. and had no followers and no um, people coming to classes in the beginning. And then, like, yeah, just chill out. <laughs> and then... Uh, third thing is you don't have to be perfect because we all just want to be so good and perfect from the beginning. But also the, the best speakers, the best, best meditation teachers, the best yoga teachers, they all had to learn it. And no one was perfect in the beginning and no one is, mm-hmm. not even if they're super famous. Mm-hmm. No one is perfect and you don't have to be. Don't be so hard to yourself. Um, yeah, learn to value yourself and your work. Also money-wise, in the beginning you always, yeah, you want to be super cheap and you want to be um, like the cheapest one so people at least come to you. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to start with friends and, and give them a good price and everything, but also um, you're not gonna seem to be a better teacher if you're super cheap. Mm-hmm. It, as soon as you start to respect yourself and your value and your, uh, you're gonna value your work, you're also going to be a better teacher because you're just, if you embody that respect for yourself, other people are going to have that too towards you. And then, uh, yeah, stop comparing to others because it's your superpower that you are unique. I am just, I still imitate teachers because I love them and I admire what they do. But also I realize the more... Um, The more I teach, the more secure I become, the more it's gonna, it's a really like, it's a Sarah yoga thing. And I feel the better are my classes because it's, it's just me. Mm-hmm. And the people who are coming, they really want my kind of style and not an imitation of someone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, find yourself and, and go into that direction, but it's really, because it's really um, unique and so precious and beautiful who you are everyone and then um, take breaks <laughs> when, I, when I told my boyfriend what I'm gonna say like take breaks yeah. he was like I'm gonna print a t-shirt and wear it because you said that <laughs> he's the one that sees me never taking breaks um, and I'm like I'm just gonna finish that and then I'm gonna come for dinner and um Yeah, he sees me working all the time and it's so hard for me to take breaks and that's something I have to learn and I also want to wanna give to people, like, take breaks. <laughs> um, you need it. And last thing, um, do what's fun for you and not what you think you have to do. Um, you're always going to be better if you have fun Um, in what you do and it's gonna last longer you're gonna have more power you're gonna accomplish more when it's fun it's just so much more fun <laughs> yeah that's more or less what I learned about that uh, that time mm-hmm. and if you would see the spark in Sarah's eyes right now <laughs> you would know she's speaking the truth <laughs> thank you or my truth yeah, you know tr- yeah. your truth So, um, two words to your younger self. Was it in one of these tips or if you had to say only two words? It's don't worry. Mm. 
Chill out and don't worry. <laughs> those, two, those two two words. Okay, <laughs> Chill out, don't worry. Yeah. Trust. Um, trust yes. in the process. Trust yeah, in the process. It's, yeah, it's hard. It's so hard. It's and you never know what's going to come. Mm. But it's just all about that. Don't worry. Because it do- worry doesn't make it easier. Yeah. It doesn't make it better. Yeah. It doesn't make it more enjoyable. Mm. The process... It's all gonna turn out fine for you, even if even if it looks really shitty at times. <laughs> it's all gonna turn out good, and you're gonna learn, you're gonna grow, you're gonna like. Don't worry. Yeah. It's all gonna turn out the way it should. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, where can we find you online? Before I ask my last question. Um, you can, um, like I told you, my name is Yogara. You'll find me under this name on Facebook and then um, on Instagram and for my homepage I use my second name too. So I'm called Sara Lea mm-hmm. and I added that to yoga. Um, so my homepage is yogaralea.com and my Instagram is yogaralea too. So you just find me there. I post a lot of things all the time. <laughs> so go and check Beautiful it out. Beautiful things all the time. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad someone says that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the last question, what is work for you? What does it mean? When are you working and when are you not working? Well, since I made my passion my profession, um, it's very hard to say when I am working because I'm working constantly. I think about work constantly, but also since I don't like to call it work, it's rather like doing what I love or um, having fun I I really want to have that as my like guideline as long as it is fun it's good for me as long as it is fun I don't get too serious about um, money and all the things that can make something really like hard work and um, yeah as long as it's fun and I love what I do it's good and at the moment I love taking yoga pictures I love posting stuff that maybe no one reads who knows <laughs> I love um, teaching classes I love creating flows I love doing yoga I so at the moment I feel I'm a, I, I am in a good place I also love, love to learn more I take teacher trainings whenever I do have the money for it like yeah as long as I love what I do yes. it feels like good work in a way mm-hmm. but work of course <laughs> so where are the places you work at in real life right now mostly I work on my phone and I can do it anywhere um, I love to go to cafes because it makes it special and then I'm not at home where I do a ton of other <laughs> things too <laughs> like everyone um, Yeah, I love to go to coffee places um, and also I just love to go outdoors. I get inspired a lot when I do a little walk or Mm -hmm. something and then I write it down into my phone. I have like Word and everything on my phone and and I write big text and everything (laughs) into my phone. So this is also why I am constantly on my phone. Mm. I need to do a phone detox pretty soon. (laughs) But then I will not work too. <laughs> or on paper. Yeah. <laughs> like why not? Yeah. Yeah. That will be good for me. <laughs> And uh, so you teach at Ahoy Ahoy. 
Clara. Mm -hmm. And half in the summer again. Half in the summertime, exactly. And um, then I teach in Tune at uh, Yoga Bude, super, super cute uh, studio in Tune. Then, um, yeah, other projects are our Dryland Yoga Festival Dryland. that I'm looking really looking forward mm -hmm. to Thank this you. year. And, um, and the retreat in November. The retreat in November and then sometimes um, every few months I have um, workshops coming up, mm -hmm. Inside Flow workshops or I'm going to do a kids workshop soon. Nice. I'm going to do, um, I did a beginner's workshop. Like I'm building up, um, I'm doing a bit more workshops yeah. from time to time. Great. To have a bit more time to share things. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Great. Sarah. We Thank you so much. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. It was really cool. I like that spark and that smile. <laughs> <laughs> Thank That's you. That's the only reason you I me meet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Come to her classes. Okay. Thank you for listening. See you soon.